this is thing. Sometimes. Alright. Well, you're welcome, world. This is We Ping Sometimes. I'm Haram. And I'm Sahina. Right. This week on We Ping Sometimes, we talk about foot fetish, contraceptions, and female hygiene, and so yes. much more. Yes, but before we get into that, we have a special guest. A foot fetish yeah. expert. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, 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 hold on. I'm not a foot. I didn't realize you guys asked me to specifically do foot fetishes. So I just kind of. You're going to take what we give you and you're going to like it. Yes, ma'am. Well, that's very dominating of you. Love that. (laughs) You know, when I, when you guys invited me onto this podcast, I was like, oh, this is great. It's just me, you know, talking about interesting stuff with two of my favorite people and then you were i was like oh what are they gonna give me to talk about oh i'm so excited and both of you were just like fetishes <laughs> L- look up fetishes boy you're yes. fetish boy now your episode's the <laughs> fetish, fetish one mm-hmm. and at first yeah. i was disappointed but now i'm so glad you guys have given me this opportunity yeah to talk about the, fetishes. Mm-hmm. the gusto with which you <laughs> pronounce fetish just further proves how you're the perfect person for this episode. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I have to I have to make something clear. There's there's a there's a scientific word for pet fetishes. Uh-huh. It's called paraphilias. Okay. Um, it's defined it's defined as sexual interests in objects, situations, or individuals that are atypical. Um, so atypical. That is the the. The prerequisite of all fetishes. So if they're like, oh, that's so typical. Does it stop being well, a fetish altogether? Well, here's the thing. Okay, so I, where, when does the status quo on like typical end? I like, don't how know. How people because have to have that fetish in order for it to start being typical? I don't really know because I looked. So how I did this was I basically looked up. I, I, I looked up the Wikipedia article for a list of fetishes. And oh. some mm-hmm. of them are just really basic bitch. So it's just like sexual arousal to the buttocks and it's like yeah duh that's not that's just that's not a fetish i don't think that's just sexual arousal to a sexual organ i mean well, uh, the ass, uh, that's actually, arguable no, the ass, i don't think that's a reproductive that's, organ although no, you know, a sign of a wider butt, buttocks is uh, a wider butt, buttocks is a sign of fertility because wider hips wider what is pelvis. going on here are we gonna start the game or sorry. not yes sorry <laughs> i was just drawing some distinctions and so i just want to i just want to point this out um there was this book on sexual pathologies by anil agrawal um mm-hmm. and he said uh this is how he described him he said and i quote like allergies sexual arousal may occur from anything under the sun including the sun <laughs> like <And> allergies <laughs> i love that <laughs> and so that got me thinking wait is there a sexual arousal from the sun and lo and behold oh. actir- actirasti, actirasti you should have made us guess that re- refers to sexual urges preferences or fantasies involving the sun's rays i just want to give you guys <laughs> i just want to give you guys kind of like a glimpse into just what we're going to delve into today, because okay, okay. I've compiled a list of 43 oh, uh, fetishes a um, long one. Okay. from their scientific name. 
Mm. And I tried to like, I just narrowed down the list by removing all of like the basic bitch ones and also removing all of the gross and like really specifically fucked up ones. But mm-hmm. some I kept in there because I, I just had to. So yeah. here's how we're going to do this. Do you want to use a random number generator or do you want to choose the numbers? Oh, oh, I, we, would, we would choose it because mm-hmm. choice right. is all we have. Twenty twenty, not really. But although in some areas of the world, <laughs> some it has been denied. World, not really. Um, but we still want the illusion that we exactly. have. Exactly. Let's not pretend we have a choice here. Let's do that. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Wel- welcome to guess that fetish. Yeah, everyone's da. favorite game show. Oh yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So now, um. You know, uh, let's just go with, um, uh, I don't know, Sahina, you, you go first. Um, okay, yeah. can I choose? Pick, pick a number between, you haven't, haven't said it. I haven't said, okay. Oh, sorry. 37. I'm like way ahead. I'm just like 37. Um, <laughs> your, your fetish is symphorophilia. My fetish? Um, do I get a hint? <laughs> symphorophilia. Okay, let's. Um, something to do with holes. Um, no. 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 Uh, not really. Wait, Angela, do you have a guess too? Can we guess together? Okay, sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's make this a little more saucy. Let's make it a threesome. What are? Uh, what the fuck? Uh, why, just why let's just do it. Because <laughs> okay. in the spirit Angela, of do you have a episode, guess? Okay. Um. Okay. Simple. Uh, can you say it again? Sorry. Symphorophilia. Symphorophilia. So sympho. Is it is it sympho like as in symphony? Uh, symphony yes. like music. Okay, so like symph symphoro. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. Is, is, is it any? Mm-hmm. Um. Do you guys? Okay. I mean, do you guys want me to give you hints or just tell you at this point? Give us like a genre. I mean, are we close? Um. Not really. It is. It does involve like. Uh, I will say it does involve like orchestrating something or staging something. Ooh la la. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> exhibition. Something. Is it something to do with exhibitioning? No. Symphony. Oh. So, what is a symphony? What is let's, a symphony? Let's unpack. Let's unpack. Unpack this word. The dictionary <laughs> definition, uh, the denotation of the word symphony, and make our deduction from that point. Okay. On. Symphony mm. is. Musical composition in the Western classical music. Most it has nothing to do with music. Okay. Just, but yeah, maybe, but maybe we can we can find clues the way this word is used in other areas. A work usually consists of multiple distinct sections. Man, remember when movement. we thought this re- recording was only gonna last an hour? <laughs> right. Um, can we please? <laughs> okay. Um, give us more hints. So something to do with orchestrating um, something. Yes. Can I have? Can I give? A, can I have a guess? Can I have a guess? Yes. Haram. What is okay. uh, Angela? What's your guess? Um. Oh, you call me Haram. Um. Um. <laughs> wait. Okay. Let's think. I had. A, I had a flash of an idea. You in my said mind. you had a guess. No, I do. I do. I do. I'm just give me a moment. Maybe it's a fetish regarding like moans, because symphony. What is it? Is a musical piece. It has and nothing some... to do with sound. Okay. Oh, but oh, what is the <laughs> what? Symphoro, symphoro, symph. 
orchestra. Staging. Did you say staging at one point? Yes. Staging. Staging. Yes. Wait, oh, is it? Okay. Oh, how many? How many instruments are there in a symphony? Okay. Wait, no, what? It's what? not like a. Are, there... are you searching this up? Oh I feel like you're googling and searching this up. You... Stop! It, it involves it involves like a level of danger. <gasps> Orchestra <gasps> danger staging. Oh, ooh, I know, yes. I know. Oh, oh yes. is it like um? Do they do they get like um, arousal from listening to La Danse de Macabre? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, did I just have a stroke? What did you just say? I just, I don't understand. The dance macabre. What is that? No. It's clue. called the dance, a dance of death. Oh, wow. Oh, just say that. Just say that. Oh, it has nothing to do with music. Oh, what? But I'm how many times still there. I know you've tried to evict me from that state of mind, but I, it's squatters. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys. The first place you went and you were going to stay there. Um, I'm just going to squat like there's no I'm tomorrow. just going to tell you guys what it is because you're, you're pretty much close. Her, like, Angela is pretty much there, but she mm-hmm. refuses what to let it? go of this fucking mu- symphorophilia is uh, getting sexually aroused by witnessing or staging disasters such as car accidents. So, okay. people out here causing car accidents, and they get boners from it. Oh my god. Angela, pick a number I'm between sorry. 1 and 43. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you not have many six? I like that number. No, no. Fine. I was not about to compile Fine. a list of 96 Fine. fetishes. Fine, then I'm going to go with 22. Ooh. 22. Uh, okay. Kleptophilia. Klepto- oh, this is pretty easy. Yeah. Right? So is this like <laughs> when you get a boner from um, stealing shit? We have one. Yep. On your first yep. try, Angela has uh-huh. it. Kleptophilia is, is sexual arousal from stealing shit. Mm. <laughs> That's insane. People get aroused yes. by I chose a real boring one. <laughs> Sahina. Choose a number. Huh. Um, 13. Oh, your, your fetish is dendrophilia. Dendrophilia? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are people turned on by dandruff? I think we, okay. No. I think we need to use, like, reverse psychology on this. We may think that it's something to do with dandruff, but we have mm-hmm. to go the opposite way because it can't be that opposite. Dendrophilia. Mm-hmm. Dandro. Dandro. Dun dun dun. If you guys want to hit a hint, it has something to do with nature. Oh, nature. Dandro. Dandro. Oh, is it like um, damdro? Damn, bro. Dams, something to do with dams. Yeah, so something to do with dams. Like when you see a pool of still water, you're like, oh. Do you guys even listen to me? I said den, D-E-N, dendrophilia. I said dendrophilia, and you guys were like, dams. It's something to do with dams. 
Got it. <laughs> oh, make okay, dent. fetishes. Okay, um. dent. Dent, right? Den. Den, yeah. like, a, like a smoker's den, that kind of a den. Yeah, sure. Really? Den, den. Oh, is it like a major the... Tom's captain and you want to sneak in there and have a little hoo-ha? Is that no. kind of... Okay. <laughs> a little... Have a little hoo-ha? hoo-ha. <laughs> That's even worse. My grandma calls it the hanky-panky and it's something oh, she's passed dear. down to my mom. So... <laughs> you guys, what is the first thing you guys think of when I say nature? Um, what do you see? What do you picture? I see skies of green. Skies green, red roses too. Red roses too. Blue. Bar for me and you. you. That's what I think. Oh, I think wow. it so musically talented. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, our sky is green. Oh. Our skies is blue. What is happening? Our trees of green. Oh, damn it. Uh, Angela, you just got it. Just right there. Trees. Yep, dendrophilia. Is it a tree hugger? It's, it's a sexual erosion by trees, yep. Okay, which part of trees? The roots? The bark? Just all of it. Just all of it. Just all of it. Okay, okay, all of it's it. It's just okay. all of it. You, Whole some shebang. people just, just see trees and it's just boing, it's just playtime. It's like they definitely mm. see the trees for the forest. <laughs> <laughs> they don't neglect every little... <laughs> They're all they're all sexy in nope. its own way. It's yep, every every tree. They don't they every, don't judge. Every huh. wood cat. Does size matter mm. in this situation? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Like uh, does it's a valid point, yeah. Fresh? Like like is it like equivalent to like a a whopping like a fucking <laughs> like a thousand year old like um, your the roots are like fucking going through walls kinda. Like, the witch is more big of a deal. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I think size does matter. Um, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you know those big, like, gangly trees that sort of, <coughs> ooh, sorry, hello. You know those big gangly trees that kind of just, like, like, twist in on each other, like, <gasps> on, a, in on itself? Oh, do yeah. I know They're so beautiful. Oh, I'm so beautiful. Yeah, do I know them trees? No, stop. I was born in one of them. <laughs> okay. Please, stop. <laughs> no, okay. Wait, next one, next one. <laughs> Whose turn is it to pick a number? I think it's... Uh, it's I think it's Angela. Angela. Mm. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We'll fix your impulse, don't worry. I'm going to go for it. I am 16, going on 17, 17. Okay, 16. Your fetish is... Formicophilia. So Formicophilia. Spelt... Oh, that sounds uh, like a pharmaceutical company. <laughs> Formico. <laughs> or your dandruff needs. Your dandruff, we're still in the dark. Oh. Oh Isn't it? Or like an investment, like a firm. Yeah. yeah. Formico. Design your yeah. future. Formico. Are they forming? Formico. Is this a fairly Form. new fetish? Um, Can no. Can be a new fetish? Okay. Can any fetishes be new? I'm sure oh someone God. somewhere well, has of. had it for years. 
Oh, I guess. Well, I think that like that logic applies to like Christopher Columbus discovering America. Kind of. I mean, like it was always there, but just because he put a flag down there, it's new now. Listen, no one fucked trees before I fucked trees. Okay. I put a video on the internet, so therefore I'm the first one who did it. For Miko. For Miko. Should I just make it easier? Anything to do with? No, no. Oh, does it have anything to do with Mickey Mouse? It's <laughs> <laughs> a question. Answer the question. I mean, no, it does have the word like more me. answering. Starts with the for me. <laughs> Ooh, Sorry. like oh, it's like Composing. anything to do with masturbation. Wait, is that close? Did you say that was close? Form, yeah, like formal attire kind of thing. No, sorry, I did not expect Mickey Mouse. Sorry. No, but like Mickey Mouse, I'm sure someone has a fetish. That's like a valid point. (laughs) Oh, definitely. You know, Mickey Mouse. The town of celebration. Was this a real town owned by Disney, by the way? Oh, they're going (laughs) full berserk. Uh, No, no. Sahina, trust me, we'll get there. Um, oh, is there a fetish on Mickey Mouse? That's great. Love that. No, but um, there probably is. Clubhouse, come inside. It's fun and it's... Oh, 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 no. Facts, no, facts, no, facts, no, no. facts. No, no. <laughs> I'm just going to make it easier. Oh. It involves insects. Insects. Oh, I love oh. that. Yep. Oh, is it, it does have any to do any? Okay. So which part of insects? insects. Like, is it a, uh, something to do with their life cycle? No. But is it, it like, mean, is it directly, is the, this, okay, let me rephrase Is this for, like, question. a type of insect? So is this, no. is, is, is this the insect the subject of desire, or is it tangentially related to insects? Uh, tangent, what, did, yeah, the second one. It, it's not a direct fetish of insects, but rather what okay. you they do can do? Okay, cocooning? Ooh. Is this anything to do with cocoon, making cocoons? No. No. Like a cocoon. <gasps> okay. Is it when they like form a gang? You know how like ants <laughs> become a gang? <laughs> they form a gang. Does that, no, does no, that yes. turn someone <laughs> on? Like Ooh, when, a, when a group of ants just like take a sugar and like go somewhere, yeah. does that turn someone on? Forming uh, a you're gang. getting like, close. Manual. It does, it does, it does, it does <gasps> involve movement. Ooh. Oh, ooh, ew. Um, oh, okay. An ant. Okay, um, we're going to. Look at the biological definition of insects. And this isn't something to do with the cycle. No, 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 no. Aw, that would make sense. It's something that insects can do on you. They bite. They sting. They can flap Mm. their wings around and say, you can't do this shit. You're so close. You're so close. shitting on us. No. uh, uh, Excreting stuff. Anything. You're so close. I feel like it wasn't wings. It doesn't involve the wings. Which is, one does called? it involve the thorax, like the abdomen, or the jointed legs? We said it involves ideas. the legs. Okay, <gasps> never mind. Ooh, um, ooh, 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 ooh! Is it like rubbing the like the front legs together, like a fly? I think uh, no. But you put something between the hands. Wait, can we back it up? When you said it was close, which idea did you say it was close to? Like so we can move forward. Insects doing something on you. Okay. Oh. They aren't biting. They aren't. Something to do with legs. Something to do with legs and on. But something. you, you can. Oh, crawling, crawling, crawling. There we go. We oh. got it. Crawling. Formicophilia is the sexual arousal felt by uh, 
Ew. being crawled on by insects. Being crawled on by insects. Yeah. Okay. You know that specific feeling yeah, of yeah, like yeah. just like just something just like crawling up your yeah. skin. Yeah. Some people get aroused by that. I guess it's like ticklish. It's like <laughs> tickle, you know. Um, I <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, New discovery. I swear. I think that's all this is. Friend. Please no, oh, please. That's this, not bad. This little ant like is that. gonna, um, is gonna crawl on me. Oh my god, auntie! Aunt, stop! What are you doing, step ant? Help me! <laughs> Let's go to the next one, please. Let's go. Ant of the Green Gables. Okay, Sahina, you choose a number. Yes. Between one uh, and forty-three. Uh, Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Okay, this okay. Just so you know, you might be screwed by this because I just oh. included it because the name is so different. Um, oh, Omorashi. Oh, I'm probably say Mo. I'm probably butchering that right. Omorashi. No, but Aww. it does have something to do with the body, like bodily functions. Bodily function. Um, does, does it make the... you go omo? Omo? I I mean anything could do that. I don't know. Like uh, maybe. That's that's true, but it's very subjective question. No, Is it sliding? S- sorry, you're, what sliding? <laughs> into your DMs. <laughs> sliding on the floor and just like. I don't think that's like, no, body. It's um, more. It's more like. Well, it's kind of something that happens in your body and then gets released. Oh, it's poo. Hey, yeah. It has two O's. I'm thinking poo has two O's. Um, <laughs> so that too. You're very close. Wait, You're no. Very it's close. close. So it's actually excretion? It's excretion of something, but it ain't sweat. poo. Sweat. Uh, yeah. Tears. Mm-hmm. I don't Closer. like it. Tears. Blood, Closer. sweat, tears. Um... um was it blood? Yeah, I, I mean, we know we know what it is now. Like, at this point, we're just edging it. Um, okay, uh, is it cum? No, no. Oh, You're very pee? close, though. Yeah. So, Omorashi. P. Oh, P. Oh, that's where we're... Omorashi is the arousal from having a full bladder and or wetting oneself or from seeing someone else experience this. Wow, why is that... I mean, I, we should I be glad that... I mean, we know that the, the adult diaper industry is powered by these people. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, trust mm-hmm. me. Trust me. The, uh, we're going to talk about the fucking adult diaper industry later. Like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, that's <laughs> Omarashi. Oh, don't bring Jesus into this. <laughs> bro, Jesus should bro. be here. Are you kidding me? Oh, no, I'm sure. I did, oh, my God. The other day, him. I did find, like, oh. a Jesus porn on Pornhub, and it was the best No, thing. no. I don't okay. want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear what about did Jesus, Jesus? Porn, okay? What did Jesus do? They nailed him. <laughs> oh, Ayo. Ayo. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. That that, was, that's that my decent. whole set. I'll be here all weekend. Thank you. Should we okay, have so, one more? Angela. Yeah, for the final number. Pick a number between 1 and 43. Angela. 1. I love that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Acrotomophilia. Acrotomophilia. Oh. Acro. Acrotomophilia. Tomatoes. <laughs> is something <laughs> What? No. Tomatoes Nothing. are acrobats? Because, like, oh. ac- <laughs> ac- like, okay, acrophobia means fear of heights. 
If you have heights, does okay. it? Okay. It has nothing to do with heights or oh. food. Oh, okay. damn it. That was our two best guesses. <laughs> no. Um, Angela, Acrotomo. just no. Acrotomo. Acrotomo. We're gonna acro. Uh, are you attracted to something in this fetish? Or is it something to do with yes, your type you, of something? You're attracted to something, yes. Okay. So crocodiles. Is, that's something. Ooh. It's not crocodiles. Okay. It's not animals. Is it's that anything okay. to do with like accumulation? No. The opposite actually. Mm. Oh. Ooh. That's so, so it's about things. Something so that's scars. No, it's about like being attracted to something that's the something that's missing. Something oh. that's missing. Did you say it was for your body? Holes. Something this is Ooh. for example, so he, like holes. Mm, you're getting Ooh, close. Bones. Ooh, you're so close. Think think what? more what like <clears throat> missing missing bones. Missing bones. Missing legs or missing like a part of basically, your yeah. leg. Oh. So, Acro, okay. Yeah, Sahina basically got it, and uh, Angela, you got it too. Acrotomophilia is uh, being sexually aroused by amputees. Oh my god. By people missing limbs, yeah. Wow. And if you're wondering, yes, there is a reverse of that called apoto, apo, hold on, apotemnophilia, which is being sexually aroused by the thought of yourself being an amputee. Wow. I mean, are there. Um, fetishes involving people who are attracted to more limbs than they should have. Pro- honestly, yeah, probably. Um, oh. There, there is a, there is a, there is a fetish that I didn't put in here because it sounded a bit harsh. But let me see if I can find it again. It's you basically. Think, how do you discover these fetishes? You, you just have an awakening. Just like look at a person without a leg, and you're just like, wow, that's attractive. I mean, when so, you know, you know. But yeah, thank you for coming to guess that fetish. Can I just can I just name? Can I just have some honorable mentions? For fornophilia is turning a human being into a piece of furniture. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Getting sexually Wait, aroused by turning. That, so- no, 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 no! Is it like okay? Literally, like okay. What type? Like, of have furniture? you seen those chairs that are just humans? <laughs> like, no, no, wait, hang on, pause. Like, what? No, Sahina, Sahina, which side Sahina. of the internet neighborhood have I mean, you been I ha- feel ha- like I must ha- have seen some like photographs or something. Yeah, I'm sure a fucked up photographer has done this, where you just, where a girl is just like a chair and a guy is just sitting on her. I mean, Rick and Morty um, did an episode of human chairs. So yeah, that, that, that so, is, doesn't that make sense? It's like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, fornophilia is literally just like turning people into like just using them as chairs or tables the point of like having a furniture is that it's like it's furnishing your house so if it's not a constant state dude but like a a little beautiful person as a furniture is furnishing your house more than a wood wood whatever oh oh my god is there more truth to the statement nice rack (laughs) yeah yeah Beautiful. I'm just, well done. I'm just well upset done. that I didn't think of it first. That is so good. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. okay. Um, um, yada, yada, yada. But, Sahina, you talked about 
how how the hell do people like discover they're sexually attracted to other people mm-hmm. being furniture or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And there's multiple theories uh, in psychology right now. We're not completely sure about why people develop fetishes. There's quite a few theories. Um, of course, the first one is uh, um, the first one is like fucking uh, mental illness. Some people are quick to, you know, it's 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 that it's that stupid joke where it's like, oh, she went through trauma, so she must be freaky in bed. Oh, like it's just it's not cool. To, yeah, I just but, don't want it. Yeah, say. but there is it has some truth in it though. There is, I mean, yeah, there is. Oh so my truth, god! But I feel like that premise is like the entirety of Game of Thrones, and I don't like it. No. Yeah. Is, yeah. Mhm. And a lot of fetishes just start because. You just interact with something one day and, you know, it kind of pleasures you or you interact with it in a sexual way and then you associate it with sex and then it becomes your fetish, which is what happened with him. In one way, you've kind of like meta-learned yourself, like meta-taught yourself. You could potentially program someone into developing a fetish if you just set up the country and reward system just right. I'm. I mean, they've done, they've done that with phobias before. They managed to like, there was this very controversial study where they managed to uh, basically have this like in like what uh, Angela said, program this phobia of rats into this kid, uh-huh. and the reason why it was so controversial is because that kid developed a phobia of rats like unnaturally, and now mm-hmm. he's just scared of rats. Do you think there are any fetishes did. that we're programmed to have then? Um, probably. If Heterosexuality you... is probably one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair yeah. point. Mm. Attraction to straight people. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just that just sounds like something that like you know, if people like the same people who came up with straight pride would come up with heterophilia. It just sounds so stupid to me. Mm. Just attraction to straight acting. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean that's a, that's about it. We don't really know why people like develop fetishes, fetishes. especially like really specific ones. Like there's some yeah. on the Wikipedia article that's just mm-hmm. like straight up like I, how would you ever like there's one where it's like you're sexually aroused by seeing yourself as a vampire, which like uh, I guess I could see how that came about, but like being yeah, sexually there, aroused by it. You feel sexy, and that's you get aroused by yourself. I guess. I mean, the sheer <laughs> As a vampire. Ob- yeah, oh. the sheer subjectivity of these fetishes kind of show that, like, there is no like rule book. Like, or... there's not much of a logic, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There isn't yeah. like a, like all like panacea for all these mm-hmm. mm. fetishes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um. But what you're exposed to does have a lot to do with it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like definitely, definitely, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't um, know of it, you can't even... You can't even comprehend it. Then you won't have the fetish? Yeah, it is you like know? Plato's Plato's sex dungeon cave thing. Yeah, so in a way, <laughs> when you said programmed, it does make sense. If you're exposed to something enough you will, you know, eventually start thinking about it more and more. And yeah. if it just so happens to be that you're thinking of it in a sexual way, you have that fetish. 
yeah, I reckon, yeah. I reckon, like, what, what, like, that person's exposed to during, like, the adolescent phase where, like, yeah. their people are discovering their sexuality is very important as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, which body part do you think they found the most fetishes for? Like, the most prevalent body part fetish? Penis. Oh. No. My first thought was feet. <laughs> I don't, I should really get out of the gutter. Um, no, Sahina, you're right. It's no what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fetish, fetishes for feet what? and object. No, no, no. Not just feet. Objects associated with feet were the most common target oh of sexual God, preferences. Oh my God. They should just like rename fetishes fetish and just like move on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking wow. what? How? Yeah. Why? Why? Like, is can there we, a reason? For can that? we figure out why people are into exactly? Feet? Do you wanna, like, like this is a very interesting that. area of research. Actually, if you're looking for like a thesis, like I'm not putting no. I think I have I think thesis ideas. It. I would read it. With I all think the heart. this is it. This is your calling. This no. is the turning Stop. point in your life. Oh. Yeah. I do not want to end up on the local paper like uni students uh, thesis final year project you know involves as long as they're in the local paper doesn't Dream matter. Dream big, Akash. You're gonna make it to the cover of the Time magazine, which right now is kind of like a birdcage liner, anyways. <laughs> you probably should be like you know, a Time magazine. You can get you can get into no problem. I 10, have ideas. One hundred most um, kinkiest people. Of the world no <laughs> number no. one <laughs> hi i'm akash lush i do not endorse this message of researching feet fetishes for my third year project why I'm not, not? Going to. why the hell not that's insane have- though that feet i'm still stuck on that i cannot believe yeah. feet is the one yeah okay let's ch- part. let's oh. let's come up with some hypothesis to why yes to why okay okay the first i i've thought about this quite a bit because i've always just wanted to figure it out i was like why are people into feet it might be to do with the whole intimacy thing because you don't really see other people's feet that much mm. you think it's like an uh, oh that's interesting you know what i mean like because a lot of yeah. times we are wearing shoes or socks or it's, yeah. it's covered in one way or another but when it's out there in front of your face it's it could be intimate yeah. I mean, in, in one way, the feet out of like the hum- like different parts of the human body is the, the, the least sensitive part. But is it? You get like, so ticklish. I think well, that's right. a part it's of like it, a, it too. The tickling. Like, the, t- the tickling sensation. Because mm. some people find tickling, like that tickling kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I just burped. I hope. And I think it's it probably. Like, I know some cultures probably, you know, look at feet as some godly thing. Yeah, 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 it's a sign of respect. Like, in Nepali culture, it's a sign of respect to, like, touch someone's feet. Or if you were to, like, cross over someone's feet, that's another. There's a lot of, like, ideas around. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Exactly. Like, so from a sociological perspective, like Mm. a feet is, has been used in many cultures as a determiner of class. Yeah. Yeah. And also dominance. Like when you think about it, when you're stomping on someone, yeah, the way you walk can be quite. Yeah. Like tread lightly on the surface. Yeah. I I see it. Okay. I understand. Yeah. yeah, that still it, doesn't, I mean, it's still it's still weird. It's still wild. Like, why do people want to suck on feet? <laughs> suck on feet? No, that that's one of the things that they do with feet. 
it has to be like a type of feet too, right? Like there's no way all feet. Yeah. Like are yeah, the arc, the feet arc has just to be just right. Just right. Has to, just the, the right I bet there's like a golden ratio to yeah. like feet. Well, we need to figure it out. We have to be Leonardo really... da Vinci this can shit. Can we? Yeah. Can we get someone with a feet fetish on here? <laughs> At some point in life. I know. Like, okay. And listeners out there, if you are listening to this podcast and mm-hmm. you are a, a foot fetishist, mm-hmm. contact us. Contact us, please. Feet fetish people, get on here, dude. Let yeah. us, like, we'll psychoanalyze you for free. Yeah. It's not, no, we're, we're not going to analyze you. This is an analyze free it's, um, community. Yeah, we don't know. I just want to say, like, join us. Like, it provides some insights. We're we're here mm-hmm. to just Listen. provide some footnotes. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. That was so good. Uh, I can do stuff with my feet. No. Ooh, that must be a that. whole another genre. Oh my god! Yes. Oh you my can, god! Like, I can like bake a cake <gasps> with your feet. Oh my god! No, no, we're not. Stop, stop. I mean, you 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 would have thought that YouTube (laughs) has depleted the uh, the baking content. I'm sure. I can write. I'm trying to write something with my feet right now. Like if if you can mix the batter, you could like lick the batter with your feet. Oh my god! I want million dollar meal. I want off of Mr. Chan's wild ride, please. I want off. I'm sure someone has done that. If we search it up, if we search hard enough, I'm sure we'll find something on it search oh, hard enough girl i'm already up. on it <laughs> i'm already on hold on let me let me switch to incognito mode so my oh, fbi surprise. agent no 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 oh my god i wrote something with my no. feet can you write something with your feet oh my god i'm gonna try it now um i think it's a skill i should i, I should oh talent find it can my you fuck it <laughs> um i want to see it so yeah there's this there's this there's this there's this a uh, youtuber Sophie, Sophie Dossie, oh, Sophie Dossie, Dossie, I think, Dossie. and I guess she's, um, I don't know, she must be a gymnast or something, because yeah. she's, like, extremely flexible and has good body mm. control, but she has, like, several videos where, like, she's cooking with her feet. Wow, does it have a lot of views? Um, oh my god, yep, of uh, course it does. so, uh, just <gasps> in order... 946k, 2.8 million, and 1.3 million. Wow, and, demand oh, and, in this business. And 969k. Yeah, let's meet this demand with uh, the supply. So, Come content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh my God! Wow. She just. Oh this is her. Th- wow. This is her thing, huh? Flexible cooking or doing stuff <gasps> with her feet. Wow. That is talent. That is amazing. I, yeah. It's really yeah. amazing. Man, I am going deep down so this road. so many run. different careers that I didn't even know I, we could, you know, stumble I on. Know. Bro, bro, I've been talking about this with my friends. We're pimping out feet pics, all right? Let's go. Okay? okay. We're, we're collating. We're collating all of to, our friends. I think we need to really have our own brand. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What are we gonna call the feet pig? What's what's our niche? What what are we gonna? What do? is our niche? What is, like that girl has the cooking thing. You know. What what can we do? What can we do with mm. our feet? Hmm, let's think. Let's think. What is like something that's like not at all sexual, but kind of. 
Yeah, just like subtle enough to like reel um, people in. <gasps> what if we're fishing with our feet? Real. <laughs> real. Oh my god. Fishing like, with feet. Oh my god, actually. Oh my god. Why not? Wait, Wait. Could be fun. Oh my god. Why not? Yeah, fishing with feet. Yeah. Um, oh my god, it even has the alliteration. Fishing uh, feet. Someone. Oh my god. Gardening? Like, Wait, like gardening toe puppets. Feet. Toe puppet. Oh my god. That, like a toe puppet show. Like, hello, yes. we are a family of five people. Of what is going to be the name of our. Foot, do you want foot? to do a. Feet family. A wife swap? Happy yes. feet family. Okay. Oh, Come over. My, I'm swapping no. you over. Hello. Oh my god. Foot hello. Swap? I, my name is. My name is. My name is Feet Big Toe. Hello. <laughs> my name is Feet Pinky Toe. How is the weather down there? It's great. How okay. we are down up there? Oh. We're getting too into this. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you think of a name for we're, this company, we're gonna we're gonna do an amateur production of the yes. Oh, oh my god, that cannot be <laughs> of, our um, of toe swap of toe swap. Yes, yeah, toe family, Tito toe um, family. Well, we have so many great ideas in this podcast. And, and it's practically erotica. This is, uh, yes. you know, I didn't know where this where this podcast was going to go, but I didn't think it would be this. Me too. <laughs> where are we? We're, bro, we're starting our feet pick empire. Let's talk protection because talk oh, with all those with all those titillating fit pics out there titillating i love that word um, we can't keep our shit in our pants and we gotta do we really what should. we gotta do mm-hmm. like yeah. the diaper yeah. mans we really exactly just, which is but why we're we sponsored want... by adult diapers exactly we need to protect our odds from the big scary men out there yeah, big scary men and women just exploit the odds. Exactly, mm. yes. and the big scary men in this scenario are sperms. Sperms what? are the big scary men. Exactly, they're like breaking in and egg lives. Exactly, everywhere. In our excellent egg lives. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think I like the I don't think I like the phrase breaking and entering in this context. Oh, I mean, shit. it makes perfect sense though. Yeah, breaking and entering, but not in this context. Oh, yeah, let's not break and enter. Shoot. No, no, yeah. do not break and enter. Do not enter yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Do don't not enter. Yeah, no, don't twice. touch me there. That okay, is my no no square. Okay, sorry. Continue. Okay. Now we're gonna. Just have a casual discussion about, yeah, about. contraceptives. Uh-huh. Mm. I, yeah, I don't know about um, the UK, but in Hong Kong, it still feels like a taboo subject. I feel like that was a jarring tonal ship. Yeah, mm. so, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's quite steep from our yeah. empire. <laughs> the, the slope but. was a little, a little too much for our mm. tiny... But I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Like, it, it it's quite weird, too. It's almost like they set you up for that embarrassment. Like, not embarrassment, but they set you up for it. Because, like, at, at least that, like, when I, like, tried to get them from 7-Eleven, it's, like, right in front at the counter. Uh-huh. So it's, like, 
you have to like st- like you have to face them down as you're choosing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like I don't know. It's like make take your pick, fucker. Yeah. Like at <laughs> least you're getting laid. You, yeah, and if you can't find the right one, you just have to do the awkward like, oh, I I always get this one. Yeah, just take this <laughs> one. you don't. If there's a line, you don't want to hold it up. It's like yeah. <laughs> the people quick, quick, behind you like, That's why you go to Manning's. <laughs> Where's the condoms and Manning's? Oh, it's it is it is there. Oh, did you know that they sell vibrators in Manning's? Wait, they do? Okay. They do. They do. What the fuck? They no. do, honey. They also sell cock rings. No. I love that though. Like I love that they do. One day I was like browsing the ma- browsing hmm. Manning's for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and just stumbled across a, a rack and I looked down and I saw this really pleasantly packaged little deal. Um, oh, I hate, and I hate that like, it was I like, it the... was like, yeah, okay. So it was yeah, like so... almost Ikea resemblant. Like the, it was, it's <laughs> like, it, it was so clean. The packaging was like so nice. It had like white, um, and white, white covers and like, this like Flash paint yellow with a smiley face on top and, and it said make happy foundation and, <laughs> and on the side it said tennis coach tennis and that was coach. and on the on the, on the tagline it said great play is made by great aim <laughs> oh, that's so that's so good also i'm sorry but i can't find vibrators on the manning website I, I searched up vibrator and all I got was toothbrushes. You gotta I be mean, I did, I did right? go to a Hong Kong one, so maybe. Are we talking about contraception or are we talking about sex toys? I think it's just about anything and everything. Gas umbrella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just anything under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Ella. 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 A. <laughs> 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 it sounds like we're trying to sing that with bad internet connection. <laughs> I mean, that I is the reality. Um, yeah. Hmm. I guess, yeah. Yeah, do you guys yeah. think age matters? Yes. Oh, in sex? Yes. And learning about yes. sex? Yes. Sahina, okay, yes. Tell me more. Yes. Why, why do you, like, is there like a limit? Like, or uh, the age of consent? Yeah, that's or the limit. The age of consent. Okay. <laughs> At what age do you think we should be taught about these things? Oh. Oh, from oh, the beginning, the moment the out of the beginning. womb. Pretty as, like like this and like the moment on. out of the room, take the baby out and like make him look back. Make him like, look back. Look at it. <laughs> look but at like, it. Like, when you came. You know? Like I know some people have a very traumatizing experience with big like it when a baby like no i don't think of well, all of the traumatizing things in the world i think that is manageable okay fair 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 when least, you compare it like I that think, but i still think it, it there think, is a too young age yeah for you to be like the thing is i think it should be taught in waves you know yeah, you kind of like right. handle it you kind of go into more and more detail as they grow older mm, right, but definitely right. it should be taught young okay. Okay, I have another question then. When did you guys, yeah. when did you personally all receive your first sex conversation or like just knowledge about it? Like when uh, did you first realize what it was? Um, hmm, interesting. Or was it like a what, casual what if, thing? You just I like figured like it out. We, I, you know how that thing about how like um, children are always absorbing information from mm-hmm. everywhere? Yeah. Um, 
I think like it was like that for me too. Like I, I had like bits and pieces of information, and like yeah. there, and there it came to one point where I just put it all together and I was like, oh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. that's true. I think yeah. I had the same experience, honestly. Yeah, it I was think never. Everyone has that experience. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's kind no. Of... Yeah. Go on. Yes. I was just gonna say it's more like it's like. I think for me, I experienced it like sort of building Lego sets. Mm-mm. Like I just, I had pieces of information and then I was trying to build it without instructions. Mm. And, you know, I got there kind of, I thought I did. And then a new Lego piece would come in and it's like, oh, fuck, where does this go? Mm. And so I'd have to rebuild my knowledge of, I think that's how I sort of learned about it. Because mm. up until I was like 12, I thought women had penises. Mm. Wow, that's pretty old. <laughs> because i never we never really talked about it it or anything like to me like attraction was literally just like oh that girl has long hair i like long hair that's cool i did know the like exact body parts pretty from a pretty young age because there was this um the sex education book in my public library Mm. oh in a particularly racy section of children's library section. Mm-hmm. And I would go there and read that read that same it was a comic book. And I would read that same oh, book lovely. like at least eight times. Mm-hmm. Like, that, 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 that book was a word. <laughs> and I honestly it was always there. Like I that book was not something that you told you asked your mom to take out and mm-hmm. you had to like, go you there to, secretly. You had, like you, you could only you find that it. Book. And that's why it was always there. It was never checked out. It was never taken out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's like everyone, everyone checked it out, but it, never, it was never checked out. Yeah, everyone checked it out, but no one <laughs> Yeah, yeah and like, I, I think, yeah, like I, I knew the, like, the mechanism, like how everything yeah. worked, the body parts, like gen- the biological yeah. the function of the thing. I, I think I knew pretty early on, mm. but I didn't fully grasp the like ha- mm. the execution like you can know you can know <laughs> execution the, yeah you can it's like when you look at like the ikea building manual for furniture you understand <laughs> the like, end what, product and what the, goes where yeah. right right mm. it is only until you put, lay everything yeah. like out in the open. front yeah, yeah and then I, like consider ooh, though so it's a this think- nut fasten this bolt <laughs> yeah i do think there is like a there's like a big big like sort of information gap between i like agree mm. how you think sex sh- like sh- it, it's it's yeah. you know how it f- like functions and you know <coughs> sorry you know how it functions and you know like what's gonna go on but like it's a lot more than just like oh this part goes there and oh there you go yeah. baby mm-hmm. made it's like I don't know, like, sex as, like, a pleasurable activity, I guess you could call it, is, it's not really, like, taught as much or at all. Like, do you think anyone in particular has, like, a responsibility to teach it? Like, do we put the blame on, not the blame, but do we put the responsibility on, like, parents or teachers, or is it just all on us? Um, I think um, having an established understanding where, like, mm -hmm. in it's like any kind of learning, any kind of knowledge, as long as you plant the seed of curiosity, like mm. you will, they will be able to explore yeah. it by themselves. Like, mm. like as long as you um, put it out there that yes, um, gravity exists, although, although not 
people don't have to I mean, you know what? You probably need to be taught gravity. Bad example. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, even I with falling I, I in love, growth like people it, grow. You should be like, taught that. Yeah. Okay, you, that is that is something yeah. that is an emotion you are capable of feeling, mm. and uh, but you have to define that in your own terms as you grow up, right? Mm. Same with your libido and like how, like you, your pleasure has to be explored by yourself because I don't think it's something that can be taught. It's something that you instinctively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hina, you were saying. Yeah, I was just saying, I don't think anyone in particular taught me about sex apart mm. from the internet. Like, I kind of wanted to talk about the internet being the teacher as well. Because even right. more and more now, that is the, like, the spot for education. <laughs> yeah. Think about learning about, learning actually, saucy about choice sex of words. Actually, interesting enough, I, I learned everything from other people. And I can vividly remember, like, other people teaching me. And because... I I guess when I moved to Nepal, I sort of, I was put with like the older people because mm-hmm. apparently I was meant for that grade or so. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they put me in the grade above wh- where my age group normally was. And um, so, I mean, there was a lot of sex talk and I understood none of it. So I, I vividly, and I didn't really have any privacy. No Nepali or Asian kid had privacy. Mm-hmm. And so we couldn't really look it up, up on the internet. So it would be like those random like classroom snack breaks or like lunch when like the teacher was out that like <laughs> the questioning would happen. Question. So I remember, I remember, <laughs> Little cult. I remember the great <laughs> questioning of 1994. Yes. Yeah. I remember, I remember, uh, I think I've told this story before, but I remember uh, one mm-hmm. of our like female friends coming over from like the other side of the classroom and walking like up to our desks. And it was just me and like four other dudes. We we're just talking. I'm pretty sure we're talking about anime, some like nerd shit, but like we're talking about it and then we just look at her and she looks back at us and she like slams a pencil and paper on the desk and she's just like, so where does it go? Oh my God. We're, all like, we're all like, what? And she's like, wet, wet, your, your penises. When you're not using it, where does it go? And we all look at each other like, what? Oh my God. I love her. I love the boxing. And then, and then she starts <laughs> she starts like drawing out some stuff and she's like so like does it like spiral up does it like cocoon does it like like fold like where because like in. six it's, six it's inches a telescope seven, oh, seven inches six seven six seven inches that's like a lot like do, do, is it just like lying there in your pants and we like had to explain to her we were like well you know um First of all, six, seven inches is optimistic. Second of all, um, you know, when it, it kind of, you know, when it's playtime, it, it kind of grows. It telescopes, and she's like, yeah. It telescopes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. We were all like, yeah, it like, you know, kind of grows. And then when it doesn't, you, you know, it kind of like sh- shrinks back. It's like normal. a dormant, just, dormant turtleneck kind of situation. And then she was just like, it shrinks. And we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. it shrinks. And she's like, oh my God, that's so cool. So just like, goes back into the body we're like no 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 it's still there it's just <laughs> no but i know what i'm sure i had the same questions growing up all of those does it shrink Honestly. does it float does it fly you know like all of those questions <laughs> does it fly is it detachable <laughs> can you like wrap it around your head um all of those bro there's someone who did that there's someone who did that Wrapping yeah i thought the some... world's longest penis guy no yeah there's some like yeah actually like it was that long Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do no, you do with it? It was it's like, like a, a third leg. Bro, 
It was like some fucking yoga master who like harnessed his chakra and just like elongated. Yeah. Harnessed his chakra. You know, like if he can, if he can like wrap it around his neck, he'd do other things too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I think we. I think I also want to touch on because like, growing up, like the first thing I like I grew grew up in a very stereotypical household and mm-hmm. just like, it's just like. I was taught from a very young age that it's like, you know, big muscly men, they're the handsome ones. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, they're the girl getters and oh, look mm-hmm. at this dude, this nerdy fucking skinny guy. He's never going to get any girls. And it's just like, and then when I learned about sex, it was the same. It was like, oh, bigger, you know, bigger penises are better that they get all the ladies, smaller penises are mm-hmm. fucking, you know, oh, what are they going to do? But like, I think, what are they going to do? <laughs> the I think we should mention... Um, we should mention bigger is not always better and there is a point where bigger stops being pleasurable mm-hmm, and starts mm-hmm. being my health insurance doesn't cover that like yeah. you can't i get like yo my yeah. my my short kings out there homie kings, pull up. Wow. don't worry um, about it <laughs> <laughs> you can dominate the world how short no matter how short your staff is <laughs> staff. Um, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, I just uh, think it's like not, size. Yeah, sure, size note, is a factor. I, I want to talk about why there is so much rhetoric around the size of the male sexual organ. Like, exactly, there is little to none about the ideal or expectations about a woman's sexual organ. No, I but there like is. Just, I think it's a lot less uh, joking. Yeah, little to none. Than, like I know. It's but, like. I, I think the whole embarrassment in your genitalia, that's wrong. The that's whole, stupid. it's just, but I don't, I don't like, yeah, but like yeah. shame attached to, shame attached to it. Yeah. 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 I, I think it, it comes from that macho masculinity image mm-hmm. of guys, mm-hmm. like, you know, of guys being like this, you know, the savior, like this big buff dude, you know, smooth talking with the ladies. You know, if he's big up there, he should, you know, I guess he's big down there and that's what gets the ladies. <laughs> uh, I think with Karen. women, <laughs> Honestly, I, think, like... I think female beauty standards also come from sort of that, like, male dominated view of like, you know, oh, you know, the macho masculine guy got to have this just beautiful, yeah, like, picture perfect woman because, you know, yes, hourglass um, pinup girl. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, and I think as much as like I don't know that I mean this has been said by smarter people and in a better way, but like that's just stupid. <laughs> that's that's just stupid. Like it it really doesn't matter. Like I mean, sure, I guess you could say like looks kind of matter sometimes and whatever, but it's like yeah, but... if you don't fit that mold of like the of like this i because if you don't fit that mold of like perfect whatever like it, it, it that thing. doesn't I just, matter i think the I perfect think looks mold, mattered I, I think the perfect uh, mold is just popularized a little too much like i yeah. don't find that attractive because exactly i think everyone has, like, I don't think down. yeah different standards mm-hmm. about appearance and like exactly. you can you can try and like to be that moral person and say oh mm-hmm. i don't care about appearance at all that's you're a lot oh no yeah that's from an evolutionary perspective like uh, we are designed to seek for mates that are more appealing and who has like who subjectively attractive yeah who we uh, on our subjective standards consider as having better genes Mm -hmm. and 
that's something that we unconsciously subconsciously do as animals and although it it wouldn't sometimes media does dictate our expectations um, yeah there are yeah like all in all big isn't better yeah not for well, some people might find that some people might veer towards the bigger side some people might yeah. veer towards the smaller side like we said fetishes they're meant to be atypical they're exactly. meant to be tailored for like personalized for every person mm-hmm. Not everyone's gonna get aroused by spiders crawling all over them. And yeah, but <laughs> if you do, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Just mm-hmm. get someone who likes that too and go nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think though, with age, we will get more comfortable? Do people get more comfortable with their bodies with age? You know, I don't know. I've, I do I, think experiences do like help define your body yeah. image. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't define it, but like it's gonna factor in. Like. It should be a case where a majority of your uh, perspective comes from how you view yourself rather than how other people view yourself. But mm-hmm. I think having that experience as you grow up with um, being with other people, having shared, having sexual experiences, and having being feeling like an object of desire or feeling like you um, like that, having that external validation is also important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which is I guess why you should probably teach kids about sex um younger than you think because yeah. it's like their, their because, idea of sex yeah mm-hmm. also because like kids nowadays are having sex much younger like yeah. so the the teaching standards the teaching levels should be started much younger as well like they yeah. need to be prepared whole, for whatever that they yeah. think they are ready for actually if you guys didn't mind i actually wanted to ask what was your sex education like because mine was just like don't honestly mine same i do remember though in primary school i don't know angela if you remember this but i think we had a sex education class but it was divided between genders i just remember was it that the genders were separated because i remember it was separated yeah yeah but like yeah yeah like i always wonder did where we taught different things or the guys taught i mean i I I know I I heard they were the guys were taught like how to masturbate. That's the what the hell teach us? And we were we were just like taught oh use this soap. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god f- okay what? you're right I guys, remember they guys, gave us soap. Yeah guys don't need to be taught how to masturbate. Like, we know it's there it's just hanging out there we know that's true like we're the people who we're the we gender need who needs some mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Need some feedback. Tell me what's right. right. Tell me what's wrong. Exactly. That's, that's the most common experience, though. Like um. boys and girls, like having different learning, different stuff, which I find weird because, like, shouldn't everyone be on the same page? Like, yeah. Or I, it could be handled much, much better. Even if we were separated, yeah. we should be taught taught similar things, and it shouldn't be a thing of shame because it almost felt yeah. like a thing of shame when we were separated yeah. into two groups. Look, I understand yeah. that the need of separating genders, like from a from a school's perspective, mm. they they're like they're probably worried about like yeah, people getting that responsibility, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a room full of voters, and just mm, like you know what, that's just inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you're if like I think you could pro- potentially get in trouble for doing that as well, mm-hmm. especially if you're in like a conservative political yeah. like yeah mm-hmm. nation. Um, but, but I think 
I think it should the be YMCA, more normalized. for example. Shut up. It shouldn't be. I think it should be normalized, uh, having a discussion yeah. among genders about yeah. it. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I remember distinctly my, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember only, I remember it only being once. We never yeah. had that sex education again. Exactly. It was a like, one-time thing. I feel like they, sh- yeah, they should like update it. <laughs> they should be refresher courses. Yes. Yeah. It's like, in case you forgot. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, we taught you last year, but in case you forgot, Here's, here's here's what happens. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Sex is still bad, by the way. No, I'm <laughs> don't do it, kids. Don't do oh. it. Kids, don't. Just don't. Just don't. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not uh, sure. I want to tell. I want to tell you about. Like, I remember. I learned so much more. Like talking about sex with people from like my school or people. Oh hell yeah! Like, my friends, and then like. A proper sit down okay. sex ed class. Okay. Yeah, I remember like it was like a math class, and I was like mm. sitting with like a bunch of boys, and I was I just like with wide eyed mm-hmm. curiosity, I asked them, "What is morning wood?" <laughs> and I, I felt I like it, it was a full one hour of a like a lecture about yeah. the the detailed experience male experience of mm. boners, and I. Was enlightened. Fascinating. It was like, like oh, blood flows yeah. in. Oh, wow, wow, wow! <laughs> I hadn't realized it until quite recently that it's a daily thing, almost a daily thing. Yeah, but they get. I yep. didn't know that. I thought it was just like you know once in a while, but it's a daily yeah. thing. No. I was like, whoa! It's event. It's so inconvenient. I mean, yeah, I, I guess it is con- inconvenient for like having that physical indicator. Mm-hmm. I mean, that phys- it's kind of, it's kind of, it's a sign of weakness. It, for me, it's kind of, for me, it's kind of embarrassing. I would think, because you should be able to hide your desires, and you should be able to hide what you want in order to, Here's like, the thing. advance in society, because if you're, if what you want is out and open, just very, like, clear for everyone to see, it's very easy for the, the opponent to Here's- use that as leverage against you. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if this is the same for everyone. Because I haven't really had this talk with a lot of guys, but mm-hmm. like boners sometimes don't signify arousal; mm. they just don't. It yeah, could yeah. be just like an instant reaction, or it could mm-hmm. be just like a excited thing. Because mm-hmm. I don't have very, I don't have very good sleep experiences, so mm. most of my dreams are like just weird or nightmares. And so sometimes mm-hmm. I'll wake up from nightmares like mid scream and like in a cold sweat and I'll just be like so terrified and I'll look and my whole body is like shivering but then I'll look down and my morning wood is just like no nah, I enjoyed that that was pretty good that was, that was cool <laughs> has its own brain it has its own yes. so would you would you call that cognitive dissonance oh. <laughs> <laughs> Angela strikes again that was good. That was so yes. good. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone, get this woman a get a, get her a medal, get, get her an Oscar uh, trophy. Yes. Mm. Mm. Uh, sorry, what were we talking about? Sex education, honestly. Yes. Uh. I don't know if you guys had this, but we, uh, we had like very scientific descriptions of reproduction. Yeah. No. So we sorry. had like mm-hmm. we had like I think in the two years leading up to like the end of secondary school. So I, I don't know. Um, for us, it was CBSE 
because I did the Indian board. So leading up to that, we had like chapters on reproduction. So we learned like reproduction in plants and then reproduction in animals and then reproduction in humans. But it was like very scientific. And honestly, it gave me more questions than answers because I was like, that's in me? How? What? What's going on? I had like a similar experience. Like going through biology in school was probably the most I learned about sex in school. Mm. Like there was this chapter. I think it was like chapter three. It was on reproduction. (laughs) Chapter three. (laughs) The third chapter. You know, I revised very hard for my biology test. Um, Yeah, I just remember learning. I remember like drawing like notes of penises. Like in oh my, my little God, yes. in my little deck yes. of cards, I was like drawing and highlighting and coloring. Just <laughs> coloring that, was, that was my learning experience. But I always thought if I wasn't doing biology, would I have learned any of this? Mm. Honestly, I don't. I I probably would have, but I. But not in I, school, no. where you spend like half your life in. Yeah. At least now, I feel because like we're still in. Yeah. There's like half our lives it right now have been in school yeah um i definitely think like when you when you said that yeah not for lack of a better word like who to put like the blame on who to put the responsibility to mm. schools definitely have a duty of giving us some background information because mm. like that is where we like first socially uh yeah i mean in general like in most more developing nations mm-hmm. Um, incorporate sex ed into a, a crucial part of their curriculum and it it has like it has notable effects where mm-hmm. in those countries of course other factors do um, contribute as well like they have clear um, lower levels of unwanted par- pregnancies unwanted teen pregnancies especially because they have that general openness towards um people like young younger people asking questions or um being educated towards sex and um even if it's something as simple as they don't feel um judged for buying condoms in like Mm -hmm. i don't know convenience store even that i think is enough and not enough but that is that some that is something something. um Mm -hmm. yeah that's Mm -hmm. something that promotes uh, your sexual habits I do feel like at least talking about sex and sexual preferences should be normalized Normalized, because like, Mm. because like your first sexual experience is very much likely going to like, um, sort of, uh, what's it called? What's the word? Kind of like the rest. Yeah. Kind of shape. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to shape your image of what Mm -hmm. sex is. Um, so communicating what you're, what you like and what you don't like should be sort of taught to everyone yeah and like if someone doesn't like someone something don't push don't push it yeah 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 i really agree with that like um that's what i that's something that's really important about sex education as well Mm -hmm. like you should at the same time you should be taught the reason why Mm -hmm. both genders need to be taught what pleasure is and what orgasm is is that when you're younger and when you're when you're having like fresh experiences of sex and you can if you have any input any fresh input you're going to just absorb that information and take Mm -hmm. it as that as well 
and during yeah and it is very important that during that formative period you have the right input Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you're not you're not like um, being exploited by people who are uh, who are aware of the lack of information mm-hmm. you have yeah. and mm-hmm. try to exploit your sexuality. And I that happens in a it's lot just, of developing nations, yeah. especially I, with younger girls. It just feels so much more complicated when you include different countries and different cultures. Yeah, because yeah. there's literally no one answer fits all. Exactly. Yeah. The way the way different countries are developing are going to be different, and mm-hmm. how do we? I don't know. How do we have yeah, even the legislature conversation? Exactly. Even yeah. the uh, the varying legislatures surrounding um, topics or uh, surrounding mm-hmm. issues with sex is is astoundingly wide. The the mm-hmm. variance is astoundingly wide. Yeah. Like some countries would have, like I, I t- like I told you before we started mm-hmm. recording, like Korea and Japan, the age of consent of Korea and Japan is thirteen. Mm. God damn. And um, the historical context to what when the legislature was written was during like the like the dictatorial era right. of Japan mm-hmm. and, and like the at the um, when at the height of militarism when they right. didn't want it yeah. they when they wanted to when excuse not to convict like the the, the gazillions of criminals like sex offenders yeah. um they just wanted to limit the number because if they started at age like 16 yeah. like uh, or or older like mm-hmm. that there'd just be too many too many to imprison yeah yeah and it was it was just impractical. So, and that still remains to this day. To this day, that's. And they're both like they're both not really developing countries. They're not mm, even developing. Mm. Oh yeah, when you think of like Japan or Korea, those are like yeah. You think of them as like highly advanced, like yeah, developed countries. They're mm. still, it's still the same though. A lot of places, mostly because patriarchy. Like, there's yeah. really no other explanation. It's just, like, you know, it's a sort of male-dominated mm-hmm. view. It's a lot of male-dominated governments sort of passing judgment on what counts as a crime against women. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's it's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of circling back to the topic of talking about sex, I was just, uh, recently I was um wondering about, because... Um, I think whether or not it, I don't think talking about sex is always the conversations about sex is exclusively healthy, especially if we're like considering like the locker room conversations and Mm -hmm. how like it can be potentially grounds for where um, any kind of closed up communities feed into each other's delusions or feed into each other's warped sense of towards sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, is there a limit to, to, like, to what people share between their friends or community oh. when it comes to sex? Um, I think, I don't think there's a, there's a limit per se it's yeah. just kind it's of it's the wording and mm. i think the wording matters but i sh- mm. if it's like a close personal group mm. and if you're completely comfortable and you're not 
making anyone less than. Mm. I don't think there should be a limit, like a general limit. Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's very, it's very critical talking about like sex and stuff within your close, Mm. like with with your friends, because that kind of shapes how you Mm. think about it and how you talk about it with other people as well. Like, like locker room talk, for example. Mm -hmm. It's just if you if you talk about like attraction and sex in like a very demeaning and mm-hmm. degrading way to the other person then that's most likely how your views are going to be shaped on sex that like you know mm-hmm. it's just it's just it's kind of it, i don't think there should be a limit it's just like it it definitely is the the way you talk about it in close circles it definitely Very shapes mm-hmm. yeah it definitely shapes how you interact with other people so i think it's just more about kind of what you talk about yeah how you talk about it with other people it should be like a personal responsibility to not undermean anyone Mm. but we can't really hold anyone accountable for that and i think that's where the limitation does actually make sense to have a limit but we can't even we can't put a limit to what people talk about, not really. Mm. Mm. That goes against the whole, you know, freedom of speech. Mm. Well, if it's hate speech, right, and if, right. it's, if it's speech that um, actively undermines someone else's freedom to be, like, secret, freedom to secrets yeah. and privacy. I think because we talked about how most of our education did come from conversation with our friends, Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason why I was supportive of it. But when you mm-hmm. do think about it in the context of a locker room talk, it does make you want to crawl and die. Yeah. Um, like imagine, like you were, like you've ha- you had sex with yeah. this person, and like he is, like bl- he is making that public. Mm-hmm. He is making this very vulnerable moment in your life, yeah. um, mm-hmm. like a source of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Or and that works both for both genders. It does, yeah, yeah. Like is that? Of course, that can be a topic that needs to be openly discussed. And like, mm. I think it works well as like a sort of a feedback chain as well. Like you, I think sharing the experience mm-hmm. between your friends like helps set help get like external perspective. Mm-hmm. And help you yeah. like um, maybe um, note some red flags that you previously mm-hmm. didn't see, or like or gain a, like a point of reference with from which you can judge, mm-hmm. make make your own decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I but yeah, we've been talking a lot about normalizing stuff, but can we just not normalize locker room talk? Yeah, that ain't, yeah. That ain't normal. That's not it. That like, like I'm, like I've. Maybe it's because most of my friends were like girls, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because I kind of con- like compared to other people. I was other guys. I was a bit flamboyant. I never really had. I never had locker room talk. Mm-hmm. Like it was there. I at least not like what other people are saying. Yeah. And it's like when people say that shit is normal, it's not. It's not. It's, not it's just normal. toxic masculinity, all just just in one place. Yeah, exactly. It's just you don't 
you don't get to get off. You don't get. I, I kind of hate that defense where people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, it, you know, it's normal. It was at the time. It was uh, like, shut up. Like, it, just because yeah. it was like, just because it was widespread, or just because you thought it was normal, doesn't mean mm-hmm. it actually is. Something being popular, quote unquote, yeah. doesn't make it right. Like if just, a, if a disease is widespread, it's just a pandemic. It's not. <laughs> it's not yeah, not it's, there. It, at the time, the season was in. All right, it was cool. Like no, shut up. What it was like? It's just the black plague. Everyone had it. <laughs> Stop making such a big uh, deal out of it. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think it, communication is key, but also I think type of communication is key. As yeah, long and as, how you communicate is also yeah. very much key. Like what and how, all the whys, you know. Yeah, just be careful with your words, and also mm-hmm. just, just don't be a dick. Just like, don't be a dick. In, just don't be a dick. I think. Long story short, don't be a dick. Or a be cat. a cunt. Um, or yeah, or don't be a cunt. There or be a cunt. No. Oh, don't be a, a be, dick. There you but go. Be a fabulous ass cunt. Yeah, bro. Be a fuckboy, but respect women. Just that simple. I feel, I feel like that's a good note to end the podcast in. So that's a wrap, guys. Okay, we can't really just go into that's, it like that. That's, that's, end it. Just end it there. That's a wrap. All right, I'm good. Uh, I'm, no. I'm going home now. Right. Thank you so much for coming here, Mr. Akash Lush. Your expertise in the area really, really yeah, added to our conversation. Yeah. 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 I'm so glad. I'm so glad Sahina cut out that part about um, all of it. <laughs> just all- <laughs> like not even existing in this podcast. It's just so so I think like, what you, like um, you saying that would just um, amplify the image the audience would have of you because whatever they hear in the podcast, whatever stays in the podcast, they will imagine that what is left is only the tip of the iceberg. And it is true. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a lot of fun. Of course, it was fun. This was fun, but we should end it. Yes. Go check out their other podcasts. They're cool people. uh, You know what? This is our first. (laughs) This is our first episode because we keep recording things and hating it and criticizing it. Uh, The editing, we keep editing things. Yeah, it's a whole mess. But this is our first episode. Hope you enjoyed and thank you for being here. Yeah, thank thank you for being here. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. you. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. So this is We Pink Sometimes, and we'll see you in our next episode. Mm-hmm. See you. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.